I, as honestly, that's something I need to do a hell of a lot more, like thinking about like investing. Uh, just even if it's just a little bit. I mean, I, yeah, it's it's all kinds of investing. There's like invest and forget, which is a, like long term investing in prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but I heard your mom's not working anymore. Yeah, you she, know what? I should stop with the mom jokes. That's my aunt. It doesn't <laughs> work. <laughs> It doesn't have the bounce back. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> has bounce back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Corey. And we are the Couch Play Cousins, the beautiful, beautiful Couch Play Cousins. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about fanboyism. Yeah, yeah. Right? Which is... You mean fan peopleism? <laughs> you know, okay. And, and you know what? Actually, I'm glad you said that because let's... let's um, let me just... Let me just make a quick disclaimer on that. All right? Like, the whole, like, fanboyism... Because okay, we're going to refer to it as fanboyism. And I know it's got the word <laughs> fucking boy in it. But this isn't... This isn't a, 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 a an attack on gender or anything like that. This is just simply a terminology. It's just a simple way of just You're defining an one sensitive piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah. So fan whatever genderism. That's what we're talking about. And also, since I'm on a good note here, since I'm making a lot of friends, um, don't forget to check out our uh, Twitter page at Couch underscore Cousins because we're doing a giveaway. We're giving away uh, $20 to your platform of choice once we reach 100 subscribers. So there you Incentivization. go. Incentivization. Yeah. Yes. And as always, we're going to be drinking during the episode. Today, we're going back to one of our favorites, and that is... Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden. So we're going back to Basil. Always and, a good choice. Yeah. You could call us fanboys. Just still waiting Basil for Hayden's. that sponsorship, Basil. <laughs> yeah, we're the when you are coming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about fanboyism. So obviously, so okay, so like if we're looking at the actual definition of fanboyism, it's it's essentially an individual that is obsessed with a certain thing. But I think we take that a little bit further in the gaming community. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and because it's it's never like a positive thing, right? Like you don't. You yeah, don't it's ever, always in a negative context. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't ever hear like somebody like, "Oh yeah, Matt, he's a great guy, he's such a fanboy, I love it." Like you know? <laughs> it's always like he's a fucking fanboy, he's a fucking Nintendo fanboy. It's always in negative context. Always. <laughs> um, it's like somebody that will. Uh, like borderline defend a company to the uh, death to the death <laughs> um uh, you know like that borderline ap uh, apologetic aspect of things i, I agree i, I think when I, when I view a fanboy it's literally someone who's almost apologizing for a company like they they're so in they're so deep they're balls deep in that yes, company they're basically and they, and they're just getting wow. No, I, I was trying to make like a blue ball joke, but it wasn't going to work. <laughs> but no, like they 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 get to the point where a company could just royally fuck up, and they're like, "Give them a break, guys. They're just trying their best." You know, yeah. it's just like so. I, I view fan, fanboys kind of from a, a pretty negative context, but so because I know when I think when I think of the word fanboyism, like the first thing that sort of comes to my mind, yeah, is like. The the fanboys that surround like a particular franchise, an obsession over a franchise. Think of like uh, Team you know, Edward I, or Team Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, like I like I immediately think of something like obviously like the obvious candidates are um, like Zelda mm. or Final Fantasy games. Okay, yeah, I could see right? that. Right, like there's this huge 
fan base around these games, and some of which fall into that fanboy category of these games are perfect and I won't hear anything else. I won't hear anything about it. So they're like absolutionists. It's like, this is perfect. This is like, you can't get much better than this. Right. This is, yeah, this is pure gaming nirvana. Like I like I like even if you think about it, like there's um there's almost like a slight brand entitlement that kind of ties into that like mm-hmm. a little bit like I think you know what you're talking about these are like the people that completely ignore like a glaring mistake yes. or something bad in it and say oh they the developers are trying to be artsy about that right or there's like they find meaning in something that just is is an obvious like right issue in the game yes yeah okay I get what yes. you're saying like that what is like so I don't know enough about like Zelda. And I'm gonna keep, gush, keep gushing flack for that. <laughs> so give me, give me an example. Gitting, gitting, shame. Give me an example. <laughs> uh, like, what is a, a pretty big mistake or a, a, an issue in Zelda that you think people are like that with? Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. <laughs> Just the whole game. The whole game. Okay. Um, ever since there's there's this sort of like this this um, glaring opinion from the other end that mm-hmm. the uh, the formula, the Zelda formula, is going stale. Right. Okay. And I think that, like, Skyward Sword, in my opinion, is the first time where I actually, like, felt like that was a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's the only one that has, like, the most mixed amount of opinions in that in that franchise, too. Um, well, actually, and you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you another one because this kind of okay. – this, this, well, you'll see this fanboyism play out a lot okay. is in, like, if you go to, like, Metacritic – and look oh, up like the user yeah. reviews and like all the review bombings and everything that you see out there. Like, like of course you have you know the gaming community in general. Like Zelda is a humongous franchise and it's it's you know it's, true. it's, it's been going same. for a while. Yeah, and it's not just fanboys. Like it, it does deserve all the credit that it gets. But there are a lot of people that will give certain titles perfect scores when maybe they don't deserve to get mm-hmm. them or the but reverse then, of and, it. Yeah. And then you'll have the other side come in and just give them zeros just to try to bring the scores down because they don't think it deserves it. And it's like, it's kind of like reverse fanboyism or it's like, it's like, it's like fanboyism for another console or franchise that actually hates Zelda that like <laughs> is trying to defeat it. And that itself is a fanboyism. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like really a war bizarre. of fanboys. I'm yeah. just wondering, like <laughs> something you were just saying that kind of made me think real, real quick. People love to hate what others love. Yeah. I know it's kind of a twist on things, but it's true. Yep. Uh, so I, I agree with you there. But it's just like, it's just this sort of like double-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's fanboys that are apologetic and un, unflinching mm-hmm. in in a game's poor qualities or flaws. And then there's the the people that like don't hate on something for its flaws, but they hate on it to hate on it because they simply hate it, whether it's because they're a fanboy of another platform or series. Yeah. So it's just fanboy war all hear, around. When you hear when you hear something that might mind fuck you, all right. Oh boy. So how about we find something we really hate, pretend yeah. to love it, so others we, so we build a coalition of people who hate it, truly getting our end goal of people to hate it. Wow. I know, right? My brain feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's like that's like that's 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 I guess one of the the things that comes to my mind. First and foremost, when I think fanboys, I think that kind of loyalty. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it kind of sucks because it. I think that it sort of damages the community as a whole because now it's like almost any time you say that you like something or whatever, you almost sort of have to defend the fact that you like yeah. it because people are just like almost roll their eyes instantly and be like, oh, another fanboy. It's like even even outside <laughs> of gaming, like 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 Apple, you know, like the people that are like Apple obsessed. Yeah. And, you know, like it creates 
like this whole like like now when I tell people, oh no, like I don't I, like I use Apple devices, but but I'm not an Apple person. I just really like how their phones function. It's know? just one of the things where like every time almost I feel like you make a, a statement about something you're interested in or passionate about, you almost yeah. like, you have, like especially in a social like media atmosphere is like, is this the hill you want to die on? Because yeah. you're gonna catch flack for it, yep. and either you're a staunch defender now. Yep. Or you, you know, are going to have to bend over and be like, okay, guys, I'm sorry for saying that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, you, I don't know. Uh, it, it's interesting, the uh, yes. world we're living in right now, yes. for sure. Um, so that's, that's, that's like, uh, so that's one thing. And then there's like another extreme um, that I guess kind of boils down to um, the, you know, what I'm calling like that reverse fanboyism, you know, like the people that hate things that do something extreme. Mm-hmm due to a hate or a fanboyism. Like, um, I, I don't know exactly how to describe this, but I'll, I'll just, I'll give you an example. Okay. So I don't know if you caught wind of this, but there's a, um, this is also related to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Big shock. Um, <laughs> but there was a clone, like a, a Zelda clone that recently got um, announced. It's called Genshin Impact. And I think I have is that this like right. like a Chinese knockoff? It is well, it's definitely very Chinese. It's very anime. Okay. Anime. Um, and but it is it is like if you watch side by side comparisons to Breath mm. of the Wild, I mean, it is like they straight up ripped off Breath of the Wild. Like I, I don't care what you say, it's a straight up riff off. Straight up rip off. That's a very big thing nowadays with the knockoffs. There's like an Overwatch knockoff. There's mm-hmm. all anything that's popular popular in America. I don't know what it is, is with like the trade yeah. agreements or something. But there's almost anything's popular. <laughs> what did you, you know? see? Did you see there's a, a Namco Smitch? <laughs> a Smitch? <laughs> it's, it literally looks like a Nintendo Switch. It sounds and, like a, a monster from Harry Potter. You know, it's like, it's, no, look out yeah. for the Smitch. It's going to get you. <laughs> but yeah, it's called the Nana, Namico Smitch or something. Yeah, and it's like preloaded with all retro NES games or some shit. I don't know. Harry Potter in the Chamber of the I, Smitch. Like, I kind of want one just to, just to see what it's all about. But... Um, but anyway, so so there's this ripoff of Breath of the Wild, right? And and everything takes inspiration of everything else, and that's great. But this was like this was straight up like a ripoff. Mm-hmm. But um, there's there's videos. Um, there's one specific video out there where there's this guy. Like there's a bunch of images where people are taking pictures with their middle fingers holding up Breath of the Wild in front of the Genshin Impact. Yeah, and that's really stupid. Um, but then there's this one guy. He created a video or somebody filmed him, something. He comes in and he smashes his PS4 on the ground because of this. Wow. Because it's a P. Oh, I forgot to mention, because it's a PS4. It was announced as a PS4 exclusive, I think, okay. or like, a PS, like another platform game. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Because like his reaction was like, to destroy yeah, his system, right? Like, of this. like what's that doing? But then, but then here's the other funny thing. There's a part two to this story. He rebuilds it <laughs> stronger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, they actually just recently announced that that game, the Genshin Impact, and I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but they just announced that it's going to be coming to Switch. And I found an article that said that, and then I read through the comments, yeah. and it was like a bunch of people that are like, yeah, no, this looks pretty good. I, I, I kind of can see that. I don't see how it's that much of a ripoff. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, yeah. It's just a bunch of fucking sellouts. <laughs> it's just, you know, like pick a side because like it was shitty when it wasn't coming to your console. Mm-hmm. But now that it's coming to your console of choice, you're okay with it. it that raises a question like, how fragile is maybe fanboyism? Is it like only whenever you don't have like 
access to the thing you're cranky about, or is it? I don't know. It, it just like you just kind of proved a point where like is fanboyism so fragile that it breaks under any like opportunity to gain. I mean, I'm sure people will find a reason to be shitty over like another. I, I don't know. Like maybe cloud gaming will change that a little bit. We I, talked about that before. Well, I was just thing. thinking like exclusives usually breed fanboyism, in my opinion. Like yeah, your, I think your, that's your, your gears, your yeah. um, Halo uh, from the Xbox side of things. Um, yeah, you know Spider Man. You know, so what would happen if all of a sudden, like hypothetically, uh People on Sony, people on the Sony platform got their hands on Gears, you know, it yeah. became, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure the one fanboys had to be like losing their fucking minds. Well, then it becomes, a, I guess, a matter of the hardware. Yeah. This dates back, right? This isn't anything A new. long time. Right, like even, even back in the day, like Sega Genesis came out. And remember that old ad? Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, it was always, and, and like, they kind of formed a brand around that. And then even when like Sony came out, you remember when Crash Bandicoot, like the ads where Crash was like calling out Mario? Yeah. Yeah, those were awesome. But like, I, w- it, I wish companies would go back to that straight up, just like, hey, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like, just going directly out of the companies. Yeah. I, think, I don't know. It, and it, Mario it, was like stereotypically semi racist Italian. <laughs> I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I remember that, yeah. Do you remember, I think, like, back when we were we were a lot younger, um, I think it was, like, the PS3, uh, Xbox 360 era. Oh, we just wee little babies then. It was, yeah. <laughs> but it almost felt like, like, that's when we really started to notice the fanboyism of mm. the culture because, like, especially with Xbox, right? Like oh, what, yeah. We almost defined Xbox as teenage douchebags <laughs> like in their in their parents basement that were playing like these preteens that were playing call of duty and like yeah like that like almost became synonymous with the xbox brand mm-hmm. is like that's that's the um demographic that that plays xbox and like and and, th- and it's funny like because sometimes like i think sometimes the brands almost feed off of it a little bit i i agree um all these companies at the end of the day is they want to build their brand, just like yeah. any other company. So they have these extravagant fucking releases of their exclusives or whatever, or their exclusive system because they're trying to build on fanboyism. They're trying to build on their core fan base, which, needless to say, is just really... I feel like at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of Sony fanboys mm. and... uh Xbox fanboys, and then you have your Nintendo people kind of like in the rafters. Well, I actually disagree with you, you piece of shit. No, <laughs> um, no I actually think it's funny. I actually think Nintendo fanboys get the most flack. You think so? Yeah, and I think it's because like people sort of see them being stuck in the past. Not only are Nintendo, like, I, I think seen as sort of like the harshest fanboys because mm. they're the ones that, you know, smash their PS4s. Uh, but like, but they're also like the, like, they're seen as sort of like the crybabies too yeah. because, because they're, they're seen as like immature because of like the family friendly, um, cult, uh, like sort of reputation that Nintendo has. I could see that. Um, but, and I also think like, because like there's like Nintendo so rooted in the gaming history and culture, but, um, I mean, and it sort of kind of comes back and it, uh, it plays along with what we were, we were saying earlier about like certain franchise obsessions and worship and everything. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, I think Zelda is sort of one of the most, um, not just critically acclaimed, but like biggest 
fanboy bases out there. It's true. So because of that reason, and you combine that with the idea of like kitty and immaturity and everything, it just really kind of cultivates this, um, just this this gross collection of fanboys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and like, I don't know. I, have, I always have like a more, I guess, global view. If Nintendo's fanboys are like hyper predominant or because I always, you always hear about the Xbox and Sony fanboys like clashing their heads against each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I, you don't see cross fanboys misery either. Do you think like you don't really see mm. many like because I don't think people can afford really to, you know, have more than one console to a certain extent. No, I either see one. I either see the Sony side, Xbox side, or I see the PC side that hates both Sony and Xbox. Yeah. And you ever notice the people that, like, a lot of the demographic that owns a Switch actually own a PC, and then the Switch is their secondary. I always view, like, uh, you have, like, Sony and Xbox, like, hit, clashing their heads against, heads against each other, like I said, and, like, Nintendo's kind of, like, orbiting around them, like, that kid, it's like the hype kid, it's like, whoa, look at this! Well, they they had the, um, they had the, I don't know who, I maybe was Nintendo themselves yeah. that they did some kind of, uh, re, like, article posting or something like yeah. that, where they said, like, Sony and Microsoft are in the Red Sea. They're battling yeah. each other out, a lot of blood in the water, and... Nintendo is more focused on the blue ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're focused on doing the things that Sony and and Microsoft are not doing. They're like Sony and uh, Microsoft are the trend followers. Nintendo's trying to set the trends and stuff like that. And, yeah. Well, which is which is funny because, um, it's uh, like I almost like being someone that has owned and owns all platforms. Like, I actually favorite certain aspects about each different one. Like, right? Like, I like. Microsoft's online and multiplayer and um, like their interface setup the most. Yeah. I like PlayStation's exclusives and controllers. Well, then I guess I would say I like Nintendo's exclusives um, and just their actual mechanics and game design. Like, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I think I like, um, at first I hated uh, Microsoft's kind of system, like the tab-based system, but mm-hmm. it's okay. But uh, their, their multiplayer is really good. Um, even their ability to do cross-platform, you know, uh, it's a little bit of a janky system right now, but I, I think they've got that. And so I think each system has its own benefit. Yeah. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Um, Sony, I mean, you know, I'm going to get some haters for this, but Sony's still- Sorry, everyone hates you anyway. That's, that's good, you know. <laughs> Sony, I still think, has the edge. At the end of the day, they focused on exclusives and that's what people want in the end. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have the most rocking system mm-hmm. if you have amazing content. Yeah. Well, that's why that's where Nintendo lives too, and that's why they have a lot of fanboys in their department too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about exclusives, and I think you're right. Like, this does touch back to what you said: is a lot of it boils down to who has the exclusives, who has what exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, Hear like, me, Xbox. <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> well, they, yeah. But okay. But but and, and you know what? Like like while sticking to the fanboyism like discussion though, um, I guess my question with 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 fanboyism is, is is why like like what are we as the consumer like what what is what is the motivation for somebody to be a fanboy other than like is it just simply a, a fomo issue a fear missing out of like the exclusives or is there like some deeper shit going on there because like what like what are you getting out of that I, relationship i i think fanboyism just like and this 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 expounds beyond just gaming uh, I think people, um, I'm going to go a little deep here, but uh, people self-identify with products. 
They mm. want and they want their product because of their opinions to be the best. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um I am my vibrator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we vibe. Um <laughs> what? I think it's a vibrator company. Um I'm just Oh really? I, I think thought so. that was just gonna be our tagline. I thought you just came up with that. We like, vibe if you exist. That's Sponsors. it. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> um but no, people self-identify with something they're passionate about. Usually gamers can't afford to be passionate about multiple systems because of the money situation. So we buy one system and we lock arms around and go, this is the best. I love it because I, first of all, it's the only one I have. And uh, they just kind of circle their wagons around whatever they bought at the time. Mm. And they begin to, I don't know, cognitive dissonance. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is people become unwilling to look at the negatives of their, their system because it's the only one they can afford. And they go, this is the best system because it's mine. So it's sort of like validating their like purchases decisions, right? Exactly. It's sort of like, like you just invested a bunch of uh, time and money into one product and you don't have enough to support the other products. So you get into that mental. And, and I think like to expand on that a little bit, um, like, um, like for example, uh, you know what you know what actually might might help with this with mm-hmm. this discussion is more our, alcohol, more alcohol. Yeah, cheers. Um, but is is um, are there like so? Would you say that you identify as um as a fanboy of anything? Like, is there something mm. that you that's that's a if tough you one. had to consider yourself? If I had to pick one, and I'm like, this is really interesting. I have a gun. To your balls right now. So you actually do. Have <laughs> Left nut or right nut? I'm, pre- I'm, pre- I'm privy to one of them. The third nut. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and it, this is actually a really hard question because I, I, I own systems. If you were to make me pick a system, it'd be the PC. And my only reasoning behind it is because wow. that's where all my friends are playing on right now. What a douche. I know. I don't even so know I'm here twisting and it's like peasants. He's been on PC for a couple months. He's but, like, well, I'm above all of you in this. I see every time you take a drink, your pinkies out. Yeah. I've, I've been watching you. But no, um, I see the benefits in all the systems, but I see the benefit in the PC overall. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna and so I'd say I pick the PC. One, because personally, that's where I get most of my my interactions through my 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 social interactions not fuck i sound like such a loser um my (laughs) that's where all my friends are no and you look like one too (laughs) (laughs) but um that's where i play all my games with my friends through um yeah i i sometimes do some you know couch co-op with you but Mm. realistically um most of my fun games are through the pc right now and so i'm gonna side with that until another console does something better though much like a you know Fickle piece Apple of shit. Apple Arcade. Yeah. I will, hop o- I will hop over to wherever my friends go. I, I, ho- I have very loose alliances, you could say. I'm basically one of those guys from like uh, Game of Thrones where I just go around stabbing all the other people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the reason I ask this um, is uh, because I'll answer myself. Uh, like, obviously, it's clear that I kind of fanboyism a little bit towards Nintendo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's no secret. But, um, and the reason for that is because of the gameplay mechanics. Um, I mean, obviously the, the, uh, a lot of the, um, exclusives, but, but beyond the exclusives, it's the actual mechanics, the way in which each game controls. It harkens mm-hmm. back to the arcadey days. 
And that's what I love about video games. So like for me, so you're like a mechanics whore. Yeah, a little bit, but like, <laughs> but not in like, but I like simplicity too. So like, not like in depth mechanics, but like simplicity in like in the way a character controls. But the synaptic feedback, <laughs> <laughs> not that I actually, I'm the type of person that turns Rumble off on everything. Yeah, it, it is distracting. Um, so um, except my vibrator. <laughs> Okay, I don't know why I'm talking about vibrators. Um, good night, everybody. So, um, so, <clears throat> and I think this kind of comes back to what we're talking about is like the why. I think like people sort of like, I do find myself when I play games on other systems, mm. um, I do find myself comparing it to the experiences I have on Nintendo. Like, mm. like this open world game isn't as good as Breath of the Wild or this game doesn't control as well as Mario or whatever it is. And yeah. And for those reasons, it sounds a lot like I only like Nintendo. Like I'm a super fanboy of Nintendo. But the truth is, it's just that it's like, it's not just what I'm used to, but what I actually, what I hold as sort of a gold standard for gaming experiences. So I guess, I, I guess some people could be looking at whatever console of their choice. Like if, if you're into the cinematic experiences, Sony's got your yeah. ass covered. Yeah. Um, like a... No, like an ass flap. Like an ass flap. I I don't know what I. (laughs) I really would. I don't have anything. I'm sorry. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Um, So, I think yeah, I think Sony has it with the storytelling. Mm -hmm. I still think Xbox has this weird kind of edge for first person shooters, kind of like the Halo, the Gears. Well, Gears more Gears more third person, but yeah. Xbox still has the mechanics of yeah FPS and online multiplayer. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I think at the end of the day, I, I don't know. I think a lot of the fans are up for grabs when the when the cloud comes. The cloud. They're up for grabs, you say? I think it's all become exclusives, and unfortunately, uh, Sony I think has a lot of the you know game developers that can produce. I'm mildly triggered every time you say Sony has the exclusive because I'm like and Nintendo. That, but and Nintendo, you motherfucker. I'm a fanboy. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I, I I hear what you're saying though, and I and I agree with that. But like. But I think, uh, like, we, uh, we kind of ran off a little bit with that. But I do think that um, the greater thing that I, I, I think about here is, is I do think that people latch a little too close to their console of choice. And, and I, I'm always sort of sat there thinking, like, but why? Because at the end of the day, I think competition is great for the industry. Oh, yeah. Like, like you shouldn't be breaking your your system on the ground when there's a clone of a game, like you should be embracing it because honestly, like that's going to drive a company like Nintendo or Microsoft, whoever's being cloned or or Sony to reinvent the wheel again and and, Mm -hmm. and to come up with something different. And you're going to get a better product by the company that you love. Even if you, if you can play another, another system and love those games too. Like, I mean, I'd love for every game on every system to be great. Like I'd love every, every experience to be amazing. I agree. Um, Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And when a clone mm-hmm. comes out, usually the original holds out. And mm-hmm. the original redefines itself again, like you said. Um, between Overwatch, between, you know, this other, you know, other game that you mentioned coming out, uh, there's, there's always going to be knockoffs, cheap yeah. knockoffs of the original. But if anything, that only means the original was so freaking good that yeah. other companies are showing that they're trying to gain some of the residual from it. So I don't think it's really going to harm the original product. Right. No, and because and at, at the end of the day, if, if let's say 
nobody ripped anybody off or whatever it was. And like, and your company was the only company that did the things that you liked. Um, no one was pushing them to move forward. Mm. Then they just continue, like all the negative things like would just continue to build up and then yeah. you just have to deal with it. Because I mean, why do you like, why apologize? Why yeah. apologize for Nintendo's terrible online infrastructure? Why apologize for Microsoft's lack of, lack of exclusives? Like why do any of this shit? Because at the end of the day, like you're the paying customer. Yep. And like they don't give a fuck about you. Like you, like you could die tomorrow. They're not gonna put it like a, a a memo about you. Like oh man, we lost a we're we lost all a just fan a bunch today. of wallets. Yeah. And you know. Um. And that's and that's what they're, the, the the reason they put any of these products on the market is because they want your money. And and I think we should make them fight for that because that's how we're all going to get the best experience possible. From any platform. I, I, I agree. And the whole concept of if competition breeds excellence, mm-hmm. if Sony doesn't have a competitor, albeit a kind of ha- like kneecapped competitor that is Xbox, if they didn't have a competitor, they would just kind of get lax and start generating garbage content because right. there's no one out there nipping at their heels. Yeah. So I, I think fanboyism to a certain extent at least pushes competition. It's okay. these two co- two companies fighting over their fanboys, their fan base, and they have to excel and at least bring out the next, you know, big thing. Yeah. To fight over their fanboys yeah. and uh, you know generate controversy, generate content. Yeah. So I think that's the positive of it. Um. Are there any industry? things out there like current current fanboyism like very popular are there any situations companies or anything that like fanboyism that's just absolutely the worst oh i i have a strong opinion uh i don't know how you're feeling on it but um i you better not say zelda (laughs) (laughs) i i loathe with a fucking seething red hot passion people that uh, you know are okay they're okay with like half finished games and going, okay, this is a new norm. Is there uh, is there a fanboyism of that though? Like, I don't know if it's the new generation of me just being like back in my day, but I don't know. But I feel like people are so I mean, I will I will agree with you. Um, I hate there there are a lot of people that love like a new generation of people that yeah. love DLC. Yes. That's what I'm getting at. And and I actually you know what? I actually wasn't sure what my answer gonna, was going to be, but I'm going to fanboy off of your answer, mm. and I'm going to steal that answer because imitation is the <laughs> something, something of something I've been drinking. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's become like kind of a cultural thing where like people love DLC so much that we're and, – and to a certain degree, I do actually understand that. Um but uh, but this culture of like, give me more DLC to a game that I love, and I'm I'm like I'm over there going, no, give me uh, like start developing the next game, give me another game, give yeah. me a complete game. I don't and those Linux fanboys, fuck those. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, like you said, I don't know if it quite hits the f- fanboy thing. But people are fans; they defend this business practice. They. That drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, n- fucking nuts. I want a game, I want a finished product, and that will make me happy, not, you know, okay, in DLC Corey just part wants one. to finish, that'll make him happy. Yeah, just edging my way. <laughs> you know, gotta crack out those masturbation jokes if you can. One but, an episode. One an episode. Uh, but I just want 
a solid experience all the way through and mm. not have to buy a DLC yeah. to finish it. Actually, and, that's you know what it's like we're talking about the sexual references. I think next time, like next time I dissatisfy my woman, I'm gonna be like, well, for $9.99, <laughs> you can for, buy the DLC and get the full product. Yeah, no, I think that's a it's interesting because I didn't think about that so much as like a fanboyism at but I but I do actually there is a culture that of of people out there that want more DLC, they they sort of favor that, or I would actually even uh, almost say like the digital age itself. Mm-hmm. You know this, uh, uh, like we talked a little bit way in the past about like digital versus physical, but the idea of like of like people wanting everything to just be digitally accessible, I think like is sort of like damning the gaming community or or the gaming uh, sort of environment because we are getting half complete games. We are. Actually, you know what? Like, I like. Could I even enlist resolution technology fanboys into this into this uh, into this yeah. idea? Because like the like technophiles, that's, yeah, like that shit's fucking pissing me off. Like everyone that's craving 4K, 8K, all this kind of shit, you're fucking up the industry because a half that shit's not ready, b the other half of it's probably not even necessary, and c like all those assets. All, like that, you're adding so much to the, not only the development time, mm-hmm. but then the lack of features and the lack of polish that all these games are going to come out with in order to meet those deadlines because they they have to fucking, you know, like try to f- like fill that expectation of resolution and visual fidelity that all these people are like coming their pants over, <laughs> you know? No, I, I, I agree. Uh Every corner of the market, I think, every single aspect of gaming price has some weird fanboyism to it. Yeah. And I think we could have, like, a, a back and forth for the next, like, probably, like, half an hour about what we hate yeah. about people in gaming. Yeah. Might be a future piece of content. It's, like, just seething anger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What grinds my gears? <laughs> um, I guess the last thing I, I would... Um question is the impact on cloud gaming Mm -hmm. like i i mean i can see the impact on cloud gaming maybe like affecting fanboyism a little bit because a little bit i mean if if things go subscription route or whatever it is like i can see like if you can get any system on any device like do people need to defend anything anymore i think it's gonna dilute down to we already kind of see it with your netflix hulu disney plus yeah, it's all we already see it. We, the future is now. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but people, will, most people don't have all three subscriptions. That's true. And they usually have their selection, or they might hop between one subscription and yeah. another. So we already see kind of the exclusive streaming service already now. So you think that there's still because of all that subscription fatigue, which could probably be a subject on its own. Yes. Um. You think that like gaming will kind of suffer the same consequences where like Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft will all have their own sort of subscription base that like while they're all great and you can have access to all, they're each going to cost like 15 a month and like you can't afford all those. So like you're going to sort of fanboy over the subscriptions. I think it's already happening, man. I think look at game, Xbox Gamer Pass, PS, yeah. uh, PS Now. Well, PS Now and Xbox Game Pass is a little different. But it's the it's the pre pregenitors of what I'm talking about. It's it's pregenitals. The, <laughs> uh, 
But it's it's showing what the future is going to hold. It's going to be yeah. Xbox already kind of has what the future is going to hold. It's going to be all their games digital, and with subscription fatigue, we're going to have the fanboys of who again can only afford the Xbox One, the PlayStation One Plus, the ten other their fucking subscriptions you have for yeah all of the other streaming services. So it's going to be the same thing. And what at the end of the day drives that streaming service is exclusives. Yep. Your Witcher, your baby Yoda. What are you going to choose? Hmm. Yeah, I um, that's actually that's a really interesting point cuz I'm I'm over here. I was thinking, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm really smart. All this like cloud gaming is mm-hmm. going to stop it. And you're like, nope, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually now I actually agree with you. I think that I think this subscription thing is just going to I think fanboyism will always be fanboyism. And, yep. Um but yeah, it's just you know, I I I like to. I I think you could if if I had to pick one, you could obviously throw me in the Nintendo fanboy, you know, uh, sector. But I I like to think that I'm not that, and I I appreciate all platforms for what they are. And I if if Nintendo fucks up, mm-hmm. I say they fucked up. But um, I know. I think I think I think <laughs> um, Nintendo is going to um, not quite quick as quickly jump into the streaming side of things yeah. i think they're gonna go with a different side of the market which is the accessibility yeah. side of the market which they have already kind of cornered with the switch and i think they're gonna yep. build upon that yeah i think handhelds the the handheld market has mm-hmm. always been there forte. And, and i think they will have the fanboyism of the handheld market yeah and i think that's where you're gonna see the deviation yeah within the next four to five years mm-hmm. accessibility physical wise versus accessibility uh, digital streaming wise mm-hmm. and that's gonna be the deviation of it mm-hmm. so um that's my that's my suspicion when it comes to fanboyism in the future cool all right all right well i think that about does it so um if you if you like what you hear you want to hear more from us you um, know you do yeah so you can uh check us out uh on twitter at couch underscore cousins we have a facebook at couch play cousins and we even have a website and there you can link to all of our other shit. So what the fuck? Just check it out. It's cool. <laughs> um, we Twitch every other Saturday. Um, we just did one last Saturday. So if you missed that, you can find it on our YouTube channel. We post the highlights on there. And uh, don't forget to check out our Twitter because we are doing the giveaway there for 100 subscribers. Once we hit that number, we're going to do a drawing, give $20 away to your platform of choice, except for Epic Game Store. Fuck you, Epic Games. Yeah, <laughs> you broke our hearts with your stupid-ass exclusives. Um, but yeah, so check that out, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Later, guys. Cheers. 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 I did no, it. I cheers you. Jinx. Jinx. Yo me a, a vodka. Yo me some Coke. <laughs> <laughs>